Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC Home Service. But they call it Ireland. I don't like what he's doing, Pat. I don't like it. We ought to have a meeting about it. Whilst that record of sheep is being played, here are the remains of a goon show washed up on a Brighton beach near Croydon. Yes, oh yes. And in faded writing, we see that the title is... Part one. Nineteen seventeen, England was at war. France was at war. I was at lunch. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Nineteen seventeen, and here is an impression of it. Next, an impression of the inside of Gilbert Harley. <laughs> Nineteen seventeen British Chiefs of Staff call meeting. That's all right, that's enough, that's enough. After all, enough is as good as a feast. I haven't had enough. Oh, haven't you? No. Well, swallow this obstacle. It was enough. <laughs> I don't. I didn't feel as if I had enough. Well, it was enough. It was marked on the tin A N U W F. Net weight four ounces. <laughs> so you have just eaten a four ounce nuff. Well, well, if that was a four ounce nuff, I haven't had enough nuff. Well, I've had enough. Say, ah. Oh. Oh, I'm dying. At last, I've had enough. End of part one. And now... Part two. I called you heads of services together to break the news. Gentlemen, apparently for the last three years, we've been at war. W-A-R pronounced... I say, it sounds jolly dangerous. <laughs> That's what I keep asking myself. If only we knew, we could tell a policeman. <laughs> we must try and capture one of those naughty enemies and find the nationality of his body. Right. I'll go down to the Labour Exchange and get a body tester. End of part two, sir. And now, I shall part three. The lounge of the East Acton Labour Exchange. <laughs> Thank you, lads. Thank you, lads. I'm so glad you like bad music. Yeah! Listen to the tune, you fiddle, I told you. 
Later, Sir Malcolm, later, later. <laughs> but first, here, direct from his triumphant tour of the Paris Labour Exchanges, known as Eurovision, <laughs> that great unemployed Frenchman, Count Jim Nee Trembler <laughs> Moriarty. <laughs> And for my first number, I sing Sous la Toits de Paris. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no buttons, please, no buttons. Oh, well, how have you know that I'm the manager of this lovely James? Oh, do you mean manager? Any fear of work today? <laughs> Oh, you can take that broken limbs kit off. Only you've got to be careful these days. There's a lot of work about, matey. You know very well, as well as I do, matey, that this labour exchange always hoists south corns when there's any danger like that. Yeah, but I've got to be careful. Only three more days and I celebrate me 50 years without work. Fifty years unemployed? Oh. <laughs> Good heavens! Fill in this form, you know me. Listen, Hush. there goes the danger of work, Bill. Quick, allocate the door! Give me the binoculars, Moriarty. What can you see? Nothing. But which direction is it going in? What do you want, knock-up? It. Gentlemen, I think we should know that we're at war. Oh, was it something we've said? <laughs> Heavens no. We want a decent chap to fight a Germany to try and capture one of the enemy in tech. Ah, what's it worth? Well, the chap who is successful, there'll be a nice little nest egg waiting for him. Oh, how much in money? No money, I told you. You get a nest with an egg in it. <laughs> I could risk my life for an egg and a nest. Chickens do it all the time. Then, s <laughs> then send a chicken. Gad, what a brilliant idea! Chicken, chop, pick, mutt. Meantime, here is a jolly Dutchman who will obliterate himself with porridge, Manx Felderay.
And now on the faded document I see... Part four. In which Gridpipe and Moriarty leave the exchange and seek out their fortune. We must find someone to sleep tonight. Yes. Look, there's a cottage 800 miles away. I'll knock. dear friends. It's only a luxury 50 million pound villa, but it's home to me. <laughs> What's mine is yours. Let's be jolly friends forever. <laughs> is your name Charlie? <laughs> no? Why? Well, you look like one. <laughs> no, no. My name's Nelly Siegel, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, folks. Ah, oh, what a nice little place he has here, eh? <laughs> what a nice little place. <laughs> what a nice little room, a nice little floor. Nice, everybody's nice. Everybody's nice in the time of I like that. Yes, it is a nice place, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It belongs to Lord Delpus. Lord Delpus. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking after it for him while he's away. Will he be gone long? Quite a while, I should say. They buried him this morning. <laughs> what was the trouble? Well, he'd been lying on his back for two days. Well, that doesn't mean a man's dead. <laughs> this time it did. <laughs> he was at the bottom of the lake. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, Niddy, I'm going to be frank. Right, I'll be told. I'll be glad <laughs> Nettie, how would you like to buy these Duff shares in the German army? Are they worth anything? Of course. <laughs> you know, I have certain information that I yes. just thought of. That the Germans are bound to win any war they enter. What the chance? Yes. Wait here. I'll get my savings out of the P.O. <laughs> this I must see. <laughs> it's all in pennies. Well, we don't mind spending pennies. Moriarty comes. <laughs> all right. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 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 yeah, your name, Nettie Sigurd? Ha-ha. <laughs> a river policeman standing in a river. Yeah, I'm on duty. I'm delivering your call-up papers. It's a mistake. I ordered the Times. Don't mess about now. There's a war on. W-A-R pronounced. War! <laughs> your country needs you. Y-O-U pronounced. You! <laughs> Try this year cannon on for size. Right. I say, this battle is empty. It must have been rifled. Hello? Me, 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 me. What 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 what
Private Segan, I'm sending you to Watershot. Follow this shell. Angora two, tins mess one, socks worsted grey two pairs, photographs Mansfield Jane three, <laughs> guns bang one. <laughs> Min, a man's just come in through the roof. Oh dear, the place is in such a mess, do I? <laughs> Min. Here he is. Oh, what? Poor fellow. What's your name, young man? <coughs> it's Mr. <laughs> Good morning. Morning, Mr. Morning. 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 I've been sent here for my uniform. You see, England's at war. War? I'd better go and get the washing in. <laughs> Sir, we haven't a uniform big enough for you here, but uh, go to this address. The Elephant Equipment Unit? Pune, India. Right. Farewell. On the road to Mandalay, where the flying fishes will lay, and the sea rolls up like In anticipation of his arrival, the BBC have placed a microphone at his destination. So, over to that. Shoot him. <laughs> oh, no, sir. I'm not going to get them socks. Last time they knocked me down and overpowered me, sir. You see what you've done? You've offended them. Down, boys, down. Do you realize, sir, that these socks were mentioned in dispatches? <laughs> All right, socks, shun, quick, march. Gad, what a magnificent sight. A squadron of British army socks on the march. Oh, someone knocking on the door with a duck. Oh, hello, my darling. Nichols, what do you want? I love you, my darling. <laughs> my love. Steady, madam, steady, madam. Let me serenade you, my darling. What? And I wrote this tune for you, darling.
Encore. Thank you. It brought tears to my knees. My little darling, I want you to have these. I picked these for you. I grew them myself. A handful of hair. <laughs> oh, sweet. Singes, put these in a jar of hair oil. <laughs> Come inside. Come inside. You silly fellow. You military fool. Come inside. Uh, it's a spring, you know. It's a spring, folks. I want some old-fashioned loving. Oh, right. Granny? No! Come down! Not back! Oh, puff puff train! Ah, how nice of you to meet me at the station, Major! Well, it was the least I could do. A, a quantity I specialize in. Oh, well, now. Well, well. <laughs> Darling. How's the war going? Well, the Germans are losing. Oh, horrors! Folks, folks! Then these shares are losing their value, folks. <laughs> folks. Don't worry, Nelly, folks. Look, here's a special offer. 10,000 unused 1904 calendars. 1904? That's gone. Ah, but if it ever comes back, you'll make a fortune. <laughs> you loony military man, how can it come back? Great and larping nagglers. Look here. Look. Monday comes back once a week. December comes back once a year. Well? Well, 1904 will come back. It just takes longer, that's all. <laughs> it's a deal. Ah. <laughs> Here is an advance one shilling and Ray Allington caught it. Splin. Splong. My baby's going on a trip to the moon and she won't be back too soon. She doesn't like me and I can't sleep. All I hear from her is... My baby's up in a rocket machine Since she left me, she ain't been seen She doesn't call me and I can't sleep All I hear from her is I wonder if means I miss you or maybe Means I want to kiss you, I'm hoping that Means I love you and that she's coming down to earth again My baby's high in the stratosphere I'm so low, I'm down here But my love for her is gonna keep Till she comes back and whispers Martian race. I'm gonna leave her up there, flying in space. Goodbye. 
She's gone. Western Front, Sigun prayed for the Germans to win. Hache, Colonel. There's something dash strange about that private Sigun. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. During that last German attack, all he did was point his finger at them and shout, Bang, you're dead. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, uh, perhaps he'd run out of ammunition. No, he hadn't. I inspected his finger, and it was fully loaded. <laughs> Is this true, Sigurd? Well, I, 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 it was like this. He said, I, 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 I'll I'm... give you ten seconds to answer the question. I'm sorry, I... I can't answer. Well, hard luck. Anyway, you won yourself a wonderful, dishonorable discharge from the army, so let's give him a great big hand. I'm a civilian. <laughs> I got measured for a coward suit. Mr. Barnaji, Mr. Barnaji. That will be on the hit parade soon. You must. I know. On the Hindu hit parade. What is it, man? What, what is it? What is it now? Look, Mr. Barnaji, are you positive? Are you positive that Sikun gentleman, sir, has got a 13-inch chest and 92-inch waist? Those are the measurements that were sent to me in the post today. That, therefore, I can only presume that, 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 that it is true. But how can a man... How can a man be that shape and live? No, listen, listen to me, man. The only way, the only way to move him must be to roll him along, you see. But I hope you're not refusing to make this gentleman a suit. No, no, no. Because if so, you are, you're, you're ruining our substantial business that we have created as dersies in the cantonment. Acha, acha. No, but, but listen to me, Babu. Listen, Babu. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not refusing you. You understand? You understand? Yeah, I understand. I understand. But I, but I, what I'm telling you is, it is just that I cannot believe, man, that any man can be this shape. You are understand? Good heavens, it's true. Come in, sir. We won't give you one moment. Just sit down here and take your trousers off. Hello, Neddy. Hi, Neddy. Ha ha ha. You! Spelt Y O U pronounced. What <laughs> <laughs> about those duff German army shares? Germany's nearly lost a war. <laughs> Neddy, if you lend us those 1904 calendars, all will be well. Now, what I want to do about this is. His idea was to drop the 1904 calendars in England by Zeppelin, making the English believe the war hadn't even started. <laughs> giving Germany the advantage. <laughs> giving Germany the advantage. Meantime, midnight on a lonely anti-aircraft site in Epping Forest. <laughs> what is that noise out there? Blood not to be recognized. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
I don't know, Jim. I don't know the password, Jim. <laughs> Captain, Captain, ah. <laughs> what do you mean? They will fall in love. They will fall in Stop living. <laughs> Captain, this man doesn't know the password word. Neither do I. <laughs> we'll have to take him in. What are you laughing at, Jim? 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 <laughs> What's he laughing at? Oh, dear. He comes in the police. I am in the police. He comes in the police. He comes in the police. I told him not to wear them. Will he underpants? Will he underpants? Will he underpants? Will he underpants? Troops will come home from France at once. Hooray, Fox! They think it's 1904. The plan worked. My German army shares will be worth a fortune. Wrong. What? The British dropped 1918 calendars on Berlin, and the Germans surrender. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the end, doesn't it, Wolf? Perfectly correct, Mr. Seagull. Okay. Good night. Good night, Walt. I can hear your socks cracking. I know you're here. BBC recorded program featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacombe and Spike Milligan with the Rayleigh Quartet, Max Geldray and the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott. Script by Spike Milligan, announcer Wallace Greenslade, the program produced by Charles Chilton.
Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.